You are about to hear a message preached at Church One on the Gold Coast. To find out more about Church One, visit us on the web at churchone.com.au. And be sure to subscribe to these podcasts so you don't miss out on any new messages as they are available. Well, good morning, Church One, and happy Mother's Day. Just wishing the mothers out there um, a great day, and I hope you have a great day at home with your families. And today is a day where we can honour our mothers, and we really give them thanks and um, give and let them know how we're really feeling about them. And, uh, you know, one of my favourite parts of motherhood is the home cards that my children used to make me. I used to love them. And I've got bundles. I've got three bundles of the homemade cards and the gifts, and I've never thrown them away. And one day I plan to sit down with my children and to go through them together. And I just love it. So I just want to say that a mother's job is never finished. Well done, mums. You work so hard. And, you know, just because our children have grown up, uh, we never stop you know, being that cheerleader for our kids or encouraging them and really loving them. And, you know, we just want, as a mother, our children to succeed in everything that they do. But mothers, we celebrate you today because you are the backbone of your family. You are the backbone of the household. You're the oil in the cogs that keep that um, household going. And, you know, there's so much wisdom in running a home. There's It's such a huge job. And when we look at Proverbs 31.10, we realise the listing of all a woman that can do in a home. But today, I want to share to you about a mother in the Bible. And unfortunately, I can't tell you your, her name because she's actually unnamed in the Bible. Her name is not spoken of. Uh, but we do know her husband very well. He's very famous in the Word of God, and his name is Noah. And so I wanted to share to you today about um, Noah's wife. And so uh, we know the story of Noah around the world. Most kids would have... Uh, the story of Noah in I'm sure in their book collection at home and he was the man that God spoke to who built this huge big ark and God because God had spoken to him that he was going to flood the earth and so he filled it with lots of animals and um, you know that covered the earth so this isn't this isn't just a tale this is a real story that is you know is told through the generations of God's people and yet you know God I believe placed um, Mrs. Noah there strategically in the life of Noah and you know because you know he's well known in the word of God and yet she was the one the woman in history that God decided at that moment to be his wife and so we know the saying that you know um, that behind every great man is an even greater woman and so you know and I really believe that in regards to Noah's wife that you know her that in my in my books that you know that she was that um, the the one behind um, making sure that 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 ark was built, and there's a lot of power and a strength in in a mother. But one thing I want to share with you is that you know the power of a mother is that she can make or break her children. You know this you know a mother's wisdom in the way that she directs her children and the way that she nurtures them and the way that she loves them and develops them is incredibly important in regards to a household and how they move. And so you know even the the way that um, you know a, a wife encourages and give strength to her husband. You know, women, you know, we make them brave when we're encouraging to them that we're their cheerleaders behind them. You know, that, um, you know, a mother is a person that knows every detail of her of her household. She's a manager, and I know that there's a lot of women I know that manage the money in their homes because they're great money managers. 
Um, but Noah's was wife was was a mother, and she really, you know, stood in the shadows of Noah. But you know, when I really dig deep into the Word of God, and I, I look at the practical lessons that we can really take from her life and even the way that with the current global crisis what we can really take from that and and lean and glean from in our own lives because you know this is an incredible story this is an incredible story of you know this incredible trust and belief in God that this is an overcoming a story of overcoming that you know this family um, no one had ever gone through what this family had gone through and no family has ever gone through what this family has has gone through in this story and so you know there were eight people that were on that ark and you know Noah's wife would have had a great influence in regards to the amount of people on that ark and um, you know because she had the influence of developing her sons she would have influenced you know the bible says that you know that noah noah his wife and his three sons and their wives entered the ark so you know there's there's things that we can take away um, from noah's wife and i think one of the first things i want to say is that that Noah's wife supported her husband in difficult times, that the Bible says the earth was corrupt and full of violence, and she stood by him and uh, through those times, and she helped him, you know, at the greatest task and assignment that God had given her husband, you know, um, that she was backing him all the way, you know, to build such a great ark, you know, they would have had to be united, they would have had to be in agreement on something like that. And who knows, perhaps she added that inner touch on the on the interior design that a woman has in regards to a house. But, you know, there would have been a lot of time, a lot of money, and a lot of resources that would have been put into the ark, and she would have had to release him into that. She would have had to be okay with that. You know, I'm sure for most women, we'd much prefer this beautiful home built on a, on a block of land, let alone a boat. So, you know, this took years and years to come together. But the Bible says this in regards to marriage. It says, the Bible says two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. And so you can only uh, I imagine the sport um, that would have been paramount to the success of the ark being built. The second thing I think that we can take away from the life and we can lean and glean from Noah's wife is that she believed the word of the Lord that came through her husband you know there was a belief in her and in Genesis 6 13 it says God spoke to Noah and so God had spoken so when Noah um, would have told his people or people around him you know perhaps neighbors perhaps extended family you know that he was building an ark that would have looked like absolutely insane like it would have looked crazy and yet she believed what the Lord had spoken to him and supported him in that. You know, there's, um, there's, the Bible says is that, that that makes no mention of any rain before, before the earth was flooded, but, you know, after the ark was built. And so we can imagine, like, if he would have been sharing this, he would have been sharing about, um, you know, what God had spoken to him. They would have thought he was a nutcase. You know, he, he would have been a laughable. You know, these people in this era, they didn't care about God. They didn't, you know, even acknowledge him, let alone think that, that this God would have actually spoken to Noah. So when we read through the Bible, I mean, here is God giving the dimensions of the boat to Noah. I mean, here he is saying, you know, make it out of cypress, make it out of this wood, have decks. So he's giving him details in regards to that. So you can imagine how crazy that would have sounded. I mean, some building something like that in that in those days would have been like building the Titanic. It would have been like building the biggest ship in the world at this time. So it's it's something that would have been unprecedented at that time. 
So, you know, through the word of God, there's no dialogue about Noah's wife dismissing his plans. There was nothing to say that she objected about the idea. The Bible says that Noah walked with God. And he said, and I believe this, is that he heard God directly and she knew it. She knew that he'd heard God and she believed it and supported him. And this is incredibly powerful for a wife and a mother to do this um, to, for her husband. So uh, that she was, able to, she was able to put everything into it uh, in regards to that. So the third thing I want you to take away from this is that she would have been the main parent in regards to bearing her children, she, like in supporting them, raising them, teaching them, instructing them uh, in the ways of God and, you know, the, teaching them about the beliefs in this God that nobody else knew about at that time in that era. And so uh, she would have been investing into the children and, 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 and placing God's favour upon her boys. And so Genesis 7.13 says this, and it says, On that very day Noah and his sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, together with his wife and the wives of the three sons, entered the ark. You know, what's amazing about this is that all three children followed them onto the ark. You know, they believed in faith of what had been spoken to their father, and they supported their mother. You know, this is incredible. You know, as Christian parents, we are the greatest example to our children in following Christ. And, you know, in teaching them Christian values and beliefs. You know, we are ultimately responsible to train and nurture our children in the ways of God. And here in this passage, it says all three sons entered the, the ark with Noah and his wife. How incredible is that? You know, that's to their credit. That's to her credit. Uh, that's something that that seemingly look crazy to the world, that nobody would have accepted at that time, that something as dramatic as flooding, as the whole earth being flooded would have taken place. And yet here they were, um, you know, their three sons and their wives were entering that. Now, Noah's wife would have been influential on their wives, that she would have been like a Naomi and... Naomi and... Ruth. It would have been a Naomi and Ruth situation, you know, there. So, you know, it's it's incredibly powerful for their parenthood. Yeah, it would have been incredibly powerful for them as parents to have all their family together on that boat. So the fourth thing I think we can take away from the life of Noah's wife is this, is that she survived cabin fever. I mean, you know, for 40 days she was stuck inside an ark and that would have been dirty, it would have been smelly, it would have had all sorts of animals, it would have had bugs and insects and spiders and, you know, I, I think she just deserves a medal, you know. There's none of that. We don't really think about things that she would have endured in regards to that. But there would have been, you know, perhaps a feeling of being claustrophobic in regards to that. I mean... In the Bible stories that we see of Noah, we see Noah's boat and we see the smiley little man with this little window at the top. But really, ultimately, when God spoke to, to, Noah, to Noah, he didn't tell him to put a window in. So we don't really know whether there was anything like that. You know, when we look at our current global crisis, I'm sure that we, you know, our homes, we can step outside our, our windows. We can, we can step outside our doors, I mean. We can step outside our doors, you know, we can open our windows, we can, you know, there's still fresh air coming in. And you know what, it's, it's isolation isn't, wouldn't have been as scary as the isolation they would have felt in the boat. That, you know, there would have been a lot of unknowns, you know, is this really going to float? Is there leaks anywhere? Is that, you know, for 40 days there would have been a lot of uncertainty. 
and yet she survived it. In Genesis 8.18 says this, So Noah came out together with his sons and his wife and his sons' wives. You know, she survived the greatest, worst natural disaster of all time. She, you know, there's no one that has ever been through that. And so, you know, when we look at uh, what we're currently experiencing is that we're going to survive this. We're going to come through this together. And you know what? God is with us, you know, that, that God will never leave us. And the word of God says this, and I think this is something that you need to, to take hold of. In 1 Corinthians 2.9, it says, No eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. God loves you. He's ahead of you. He's, he's for you. And he's going to take care of you in this time. It doesn't matter what the media says. It doesn't matter, um, you know, what anyone really says. But what's important is that we hear directly from God. We hear what God has for us in our lives. And you know what? You're going to have a great future. And, you know, mums, I just really want to encourage you today. You know, you are the strength. You are the backbone of the, of the home. And, you know, I just pray God's peace and God's strength, God's wisdom over you as you direct your children through this time, as you speak grace and peace and love and the love of God and his strength be upon you. Bless you today. Have a great time with your family. Have a great meal. And uh, we love you and we miss you. God bless you. You have just listened to a message preached at Church One on the Gold Coast. To find out more about Church One, visit us on the web at churchone.com.au. And be sure to subscribe to these podcasts so you don't miss out on any new messages as they are available.